Hi guys, <laughs> I feel like I should say welcome back to the Big Talk. Um, first off, thank you. If you're a regular listener, thank you for still clicking the link to listen to this episode of the podcast. And I am sorry it has been way too long between episodes. A lot of things happened in my life over the last nine months. And it's been a crazy period, but I'm back and ready to restart where we left off and we're definitely set to do better and here's to not stopping again um so i guess that's that the big talk is back seeing as we are starting again i felt like today on this episode i should talk about fresh starts and doing new things and behavioral change so on this episode i just want to talk about some of the things that we need to do as people, as individuals, to maybe change our habits. Because I know that it's a whole new year and we have the whole new year, new me thing going on. And so we really want to change our habits. But one thing is changing habits. And another thing is wishing we change habits. And what ends up happening with most young people, even elderly people really, is we end up wishing we change our habits, but not actually changing our habits Because if you don't change the small things, we can't change the big things. And I know we all have goals and plans and everything. And that was really great 18 days ago when it was still a new year. And happy new year, by the way. But now we're 18 days in and I'm sure some people are already finding themselves slipping back into old habits, slipping back into old characters. The the vision, the goal is not as clear as it was. For some people who are able to stick to their resolutions, you've done that. But for a lot of people, it's becoming slightly more difficult or slightly more tedious and you'll find yourself doing the old things well on this episode of the big talk today we just want to talk about some of the little changes you can make that produce the big results that you hope for when you start the year are you ready are you set let's go let the big talk starts right now I believe that getting better or wanting to get better is one of the goals of every human being. If there's anybody that doesn't want to get better, um, it's one of two things. Either you are dead or you believe you are perfect. And if you believe you are perfect, you can see how that is already a problem. Because everybody everywhere wants to be a better version of themselves in one way or another. They want to do something different. And that's why people are very excited about a fresh start. What a new year gives you all the time is an opportunity to reset, to start from the first of the first of something, you know, the first day of the first month of the year to be a better person. But what generally happens is that as time goes by, we find ourselves getting stuck in the same routines, getting stuck doing the same things, and most times expecting different results. Some of us have started this year saying, okay, I want to be more productive. Some people started the year saying, okay, you know what, I want to get fit. I want to be a better person. I want to have a better relationship with my parents. I want to drink less. I want to (laughs) womanize less. They just want to do something. I want to have a better relationship with God. I want to pray a little more. But a couple of days in, you find yourself, you're not even praying. You find yourself 
um, drinking more coke than water, you find yourself sleeping more than you work out, you still find that you are very unproductive. And what generally happens is that at some point, people just give up. You still have the hope of being a better person. You still have the wish of being a better person. You still, you know, really think, you still look at somebody who is putting in work and getting consistent results and, like, you're hoping you can get that level of results, but you just cannot find it in you to do the work. And I think the reason why that happens is because we have these big goals and these massive targets, but we 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 don't often realize that that great goal is a sum of little parts, you know, little changes, little adjustments. And more often than not, what happens in our lives is that we just think about the big thing, but we don't break it down into the little things that need to change. So you think about how you need to have a better relationship with your mom or with your husband or with your wife. And you don't think about the little things you need to do, like calling once in a while, like, you know, sending a message once in a while, like listening, not to argue but to understand like recognizing their flaws and how you can you know help them be better things like that like you need to you know maybe you need to pray a little more but then you don't know how you should go about it it it, it may be just be a thing of waking up a little earlier so you have that little more time to pray it may be a thing about setting reminders building character to set reminders to pray maybe you just need to jot down the things you need to pray about so you can remember when it's time to pray. Little changes like that that bring about the big results. But we spend so much time obsessing over the goal that we forget the process. And it's the process that produces the goal. Um, if you want to be more productive, the first thing you have to do is probably learn what other productive people do. Maybe you need to wake up earlier. Maybe you need to prioritize what you are doing. Maybe you need to jot down things so you can remember. Maybe you need to do a little more research. But if you just have a goal of, I'm going to be more productive, I'm going to make more money this year, without an actual plan to making more money, you're a gambler because you are leaving everything to chance. And yes, time and chance happens to everybody, but sometimes you have to be prepared. You have to know what the steps are to achieve that goal. Because once you know the steps, you can take them. And once you can take those steps, um, it's almost inevitable that you will achieve those goals. Now, today we're going to try and walk through a couple of the steps so you don't get discouraged along the way. Because what generally happens is that you have this massive goal for yourself. And then if it's not achieved in three days, you just more or less give up. So I know people who (laughs) go to the gym and once they do three push-ups or four sit-ups, they're already looking at their chest and their biceps and their abs and hoping to see results. But the results are not a product of something you do once or twice. They're a product of consistent repetition, you know, doing the same thing over and over again. Consistency is what gives results. But before you can be consistent in anything, you have the first thing you have to do is know the work that needs to be done. You have to know the work that needs to be done to achieve the goal. So if you say, okay, I want to get my body fat down to 3%, for example, you're going to have to talk to fitness instructors. You're going to have to talk to dietitians. You're going to have to talk to people who actually have their body fat down to 3% to know what it is that they did. If you don't have anyone around you, you can do some research. You can ask people. You can share your 
big goal with people so they can connect you to the right people that can help you understand the work that needs to be done. If you need to make maybe, let's say, $6 million in the year or $100 million in the year, you need to go and research. Ask people who are successful at business, what are the things that they did? What are the things that they are doing? What are the mistakes they made? You have to know the work that needs to be done. Because once you understand the work that needs to be done, you know how much time it will take to achieve that goal. And then you'll be patient with yourself. But more importantly, you'll be patient with yourself while doing the right thing. It's important that you are doing the right thing over the right amount of time. So talk to people, do some research, share your goal with people, let people give you advice. Some of the advice will be good, some of the advice will be useless, and that's the point of research. So you can sift through what it is. Whatever goal you have, if your goal is to get married this year, for example, ask people who have been able to successfully navigate relationships and have good marriages. So you don't just ask people who got married last year, ask people who have been married over time. Okay, how did you, what, what are the things that you had to change? What are the things that you had to do? Not necessarily change your persona, but maybe change your approach, change the way you look at things. You might be looking at things wrongly and that's why some things haven't worked out for you. Whatever it is, just make sure that you talk to people, make sure that you know the work that needs to be done. Second thing you need to do is, as much as possible, write down the vision and the plan. Because I know a lot of people who get up every day and they have this great vision board or this nice thing where they read, I'm going to be an A student, I'm going to be a successful businessman, I'm going to be a great husband, a great wife. But they don't know how to go about it and they just believe in the <laughs> power of confession. And confession is really great. <laughs> but you cannot be confessing that I'm going to be a great husband and you're chasing everything in skirt and you don't even know how to save and balance a checkbook. You can't be saying that I'm going to be an A student and then you miss classes and then, you know, you don't read for exams, you don't do assignments and you're going to be an A student. It's not going to happen. So most people end up writing down the vision and it's clear for people to see, but then they don't write down the plan. So what exactly are you going to follow? So write down the vision, write down the plan. So it should look something like this. I'm going to be an A student. And in order to, in order to achieve this, I'm going to, you know, do my assignments. I'm going to go to class. I'm going to listen in class. I'm going to take notes. I'm going to start preparing for my exams as soon as my classes start. I'm going to be a great staff. I'm going to prioritize my job. I'm going to listen in meetings. I'm going to, you know, make sure that I do my tasks on time. I'm going to ask for help when I need help. And then you can now do those things and see those goals. Come to think of it, that's what companies do when they have a vision and a mission statement. The vision statement is usually the large goal and the mission statement is usually a list of measurable, tangible activities that lead to them achieving those goals. So as much as possible, write things down and write things down in a place where you always read. So you can pin it on a tweet or you can save it as an image on your phone or you can write it in your keep notes or you can write it on a poster on your wall, wherever it is that is somewhere where you can always see and remind yourself that, okay, these are the things I'm doing. So even when you're not seeing the results, if you've written down the plan, you can come there and measure that, okay, um, 30% along in the plan. So I'm heading towards the goal. Or you can know that you are doing the right thing or you can know that you are slacking. As soon as you've done these two things, certain things become clear to you. And the first thing that becomes clear to you is your association. Sometimes in order to fulfill your goals, you might have to change your association. Because... Um, more often than not, action is influenced by association. So if you want to stop drinking and you're always hanging around people that drink, chances are 
you will most likely drink. It's not because you're an alcoholic, but because you're around association that normalizes an action that you're trying to stop. If you want to be more productive and you hang around lazy people who gossip all the time, chances are you will be lazy and you will gossip. Not because you always want to be lazy and you want to gossip, but again, your association will normalize the action that you're trying to stop. So what you need to do is look for people who have achieved the goal you are trying to achieve or who have the same goal as you and have a plan and are working towards achieving that goal and get yourself around them. You want to be a more prayerful person, get yourself around some more prayerful people and figure out the things they do to make them more prayerful. You want to be a more caring person, find more caring, other caring people or people who are looking to be more caring and find out the things they do that make them caring. Find out the things that make the people you want to be like tick and then you find the things that you probably should be doing. But if you spend time around the same people, you'll end up doing the same thing. What I'm saying in essence is you probably need to make new friends. You probably need to hang out at different types of places. What I'm saying in essence is you might need to go out of your comfort zone. Now, if you've decided that, if you and your group have decided to formulate a plan together, it is great if you are among the right people already, but if you are not, then you need to make new associations. Now, this might be a little uncomfortable because that means you have to, you know, meet new people. You have to stop hanging out with your friends as much or maybe, you know, reduce your interaction with certain people. But it is important that you do that because it's kind of hard for you to change old habits if you keep the same people who you did the old habits with. You want to watch more documentaries, but the only people you hang out with are people that like watching music videos. It's just, it's just never going to work. So you need to change your association and one of the reasons why you need to change your associations is you need to get yourself around people who will keep you accountable one of the things that has worked for me especially over the past two years is i've gotten myself friends who will not allow me be lazy while also not allow me work myself to death who would not allow me be um you know too obsessed with being perfect but at the same time will not let me be sloppy at anything i do friends who would if i tell them i, I want to do this and this and they sit down with me form plans and they will not let me stop until i achieve those goals friends who keep me accountable while changing your association don't just associate yourself with people who have achieved that goal or are looking to achieve that goal associate yourself with people who keep you accountable people who you can talk to when you're struggling people who would even notice before you notice that you are struggling and tell you that men you are struggling you need to get on the straight and narrow it is important it is imperative that you have people that can keep you accountable the reason why officers have managers is the managers keep the officers accountable the reason why you know pastors and imams were given is that they can keep the believers accountable to what they believe in so if nobody is keeping you accountable except yourself the day you choose to be indisciplined nobody's going to stop you but if you choose to be indisciplined and probably your wife or your best friend or your neighbor or your gym partner or your prayer partner is there to tell you okay you need to do this it helps so find people who can keep you accountable i realize i sound very fired up today it's just that i'm very very excited to be back recording so please bear with me um, the next thing you need to do is avoid triggers. Now, triggers are very important. Triggers are the things that make you fall back into old habits. So if you are somebody, for example, that is trying to stop alcohol, you might need to stop shopping at a store that sells alcohol right next to the soap. I don't know if there's any store that does that, but I don't know if you get my point. The things that make you want to go back into old habits. So maybe it's Netflix. That makes you unproductive. You might need to unsubscribe from Netflix. Maybe it's Candy Crush. You might need to uninstall 
the game. Maybe it's football that triggers you to maybe drink because you go to watch football at a bar. You might need to cut back on how much you watch football. And maybe again, it's your association. Maybe it's your friends. Maybe it's where you work out or maybe it's the time you wake up or maybe it's what you eat or it might be your roots or maybe you are trying really, really hard to, you know, eat healthy and all of that. But then there's this great shawarma place on your way home. You might even need to change the route you take home just to avoid those triggers. If your problem is an anger issue and you have people who always get on your nerves, you might need to cut those people. If it's a spending problem, you might need to change where you shop. You might need to change the kind of people you associate. You might need to change your weekend habits. All triggers are, are the things that reduce your defenses. So for you, it might be sleep. For some people, it might be as bad as coke or plantain, right? For some people, it might be baby shark videos. I don't know. Hi, Zoe. But what I'm saying in essence is there's probably something that you know that you cannot conquer easily. It's probably a temptation that you know that you will fall for. In that instance, you don't have to form strong man and say you have self-discipline. What you should do is avoid temptation. For some people, maybe your whole issue is women and that you always run into them in the club and in the bar. Here's an idea. Stop clubbing and stop going to bars. But what it is at the end of the day is if you can outline the triggers to your old behavior, then you can easily map out a life that will help you avoid them. And I'm not saying avoid them forever because nobody can. But once you have been able to avoid them and build new habits and those habits are part of you, it becomes easier to resist those temptations. Once you can, you know, you, you stop drinking, maybe you stop taking alcohol six, eight, nine months, then it's easier for you to go to a bar and then you see alcohol and you know that you can survive without it. Or once you've been able to reduce your intake of doodoo, fried plantain, um, then you can, you know, you've been able to replace it with healthier foods, carrots and stuff like that. You can now see it knowing fully well that you can survive without it and then easily say no. So it's important that you avoid triggers. And last but not least, celebrate the steps. It's important that you celebrate the steps because for a lot of people, they will never ever celebrate anything until it is fully done. And that's good. And when I say celebrate the steps, I don't mean go out and go on your Instagram story and have a wild and out every when you go a day to the gym and you've been able to go to the gym consistently for five days. What I mean is be able to give yourself credit that I'm doing the right thing. Do you understand? So when, you know, you've gone three, four, five days, you know, and you've been praying consistently, just be like, wow, I've really, you don't have to tell everybody, but be happy within yourself that you've gone three or five days. If you miss a day, don't be so hard on yourself. Just look at it. Okay, I've gone five days. The next thing is I should try going 10, 15 days. And when you do that, be happy. It's not a thing where you always feel like a failure when you stumble a bit. I learned that lesson from my boss. You can't get everything right perfectly all the time. You're allowed to stumble. But the important thing is when you stumble, learn from those failures and then remember the good things you have done and then try to repeat the good things you have done. It's very hard for you to repeat something that you don't record or celebrate. So if you, you know, celebrate the fact that, okay, yeah, over the last, you know, one month, I went to the gym consistently and I didn't go for the last three days. If I could go one month, I can go again. You just do that. So celebrate the steps and try as much as possible not to be too hard on yourself. I'm going to conclude by saying this. Everybody wants to be better. 
but sometimes everybody is delaying in being better because they want a launching pad you don't have to do one billion things you just have to probably change one or two small things and you find yourself being better you don't have to wait till you have a billion dollars before you start investing invest the one thousand naira you have today what i'm saying in essence is start right now start today write a vision put together a plan get ready get set and go because there's so much greatness there's so much that you can achieve there's so much that you can change about yourself in whether it's a short or a long time but if you don't if you don't start if you don't begin you will not be able to achieve it so just start and just be consistent because you can achieve so much Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Big Talk. It means so much to me that you guys stayed and listened after such a long time away. Um, like I said at the top of the show, we're back and we're hoping to do so much, so much better. Still remains the same at B L A Q O L A J I D E, one word, no space. Please feel free to reach out on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, however you feel most comfortable which you can send a dm or you can just share a message with me about what you think about this episode and please if you know anybody that you think needs to hear this message feel free to share it with them it's free for anybody to listen to on any platform um i'm really really excited to be back i feel like 2020 is going to be a great year and i'm so excited once again thank you for listening please if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you can do so and go on to have an incredible week an amazing month and a wonderful year and remember you've got this god bless you